Welcome to the All Digital AM podcast. This episode originally aired as a video on the All Digital AM YouTube channel. Hey, thanks everybody who's joining us today. My name is Adam Penna and I'm continuing the conversation in 3D printing and additive manufacturing. And I'm excited today to have the guest that we have joining us, Michelle Edwards, who works at Faro Technologies, and she is the Director of Global Application Engineering and Training there. And so long history with Michelle. Great to have you here. And so welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Adam. I'm glad to be here and good to see you again. Uh, I can't believe it's been uh, it's so many years that we've been working together. Do, do we want to mention how many years? Wow, right? <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. I still see and you are, you know, young and vibrant and so full of so many years ahead of you. So I can hard to believe oh, that. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's hard to believe close to 20 years. Is that is that? Uh, <laughs> You know, it's still on the south side of 20, so we'll, we'll stay with that. We'll stay with that. Yeah, yeah. It's wild, right? And, uh, of course, uh, you're still in Florida, correct? Yes, still in Florida. Yeah, yeah. So I know, uh, you know, Ferro Technologies is the world global leader of metrology and working with uh, portable metrology, of course. But, you know, the big thing is, basically, I, I feel like I almost started, uh, you know, my or restarted my career there back in the day. It just went through everything from uh, being in the backside of engineering to, again, customer support. And that's where you and I uh, joined forces in, in the beginning of time there. <laughs> and then, yeah. You know, and then moving on, you know, through everything going on with sales there and, and uh, spending a good decade of, of my career there at Faro. So I consider it uh, like an alma mater, you know, it's a, it's a place where I grew up. And so it's just a pleasure to have you here today and to talk a little bit more about metrology, 3D printing and additive manufacturing. 3D printing and uh, metrology have a, a, uh, a kind of a marriage of sorts also in the digital thread. You know, everybody looks at what happens out there with, with the data as it comes through and the design and the ability to collect that data, reverse engineer, inspect against it is a, a large part of what you do there at Faro Technology. So I just wanted to explain maybe what metrology is for those that don't know. You know, the, the simple term that I hear a lot is the art of measurement. But, you know, when working with portable metrology, you get into, you know, point co cloud collection and data collection in general. And uh, so there's so many tools that do that. And I know that you work with all of them. So uh, so what is your impression of metrology right now that you've been a part of it for so long? Maybe you could define it a little bit better than I can. Sure, sure. No, you did a really good job. The art of measurement. And to some extent, it is an art, right? Because it is very user dependent. You can yeah. you can report a lot of numbers, but it's the purpose of metrology is putting those into context. What is the reliability of those numbers? What's the accuracy or the bias of those numbers? And how do we compare to other things? What do the numbers tell us? And metrology helps us with that. And when you think about additive manufacturing in metrology, the way you were talking about point clouds with uh, being the front end of reverse engineering and then metrology on the back end after you print something and find out what it is, it sounds like uh, of the additive sandwich, metrology is the bread on both ends here. You know? That's the truth. <laughs> hey, that's a good way of putting it. You know, yeah, it's there for <laughs> collecting the data and then inspecting it on the back end. So no, it is. And, and that's uh, a big part of it. You know, everybody talks about the digital value chain, the digital thread, and it's it's always there inside of what the data is collected and then what's inspected against it. And also when people are trying to rebuild something, it's reverse engineering it with that, those specific tools. So uh, yeah, really great marriage there between uh, additive 3D printing and metrology. So uh, it just kind of adds to what's going 
going on inside of the machines and how we collect that data and then are able to print something out to a higher standard and uh, inspect that higher standard uh, appropriately like Pharaoh does. Um, so yeah, that's, that's very neat. Uh, it's been, a, it's been a, a while. I, know, I think the last time I saw you was at probably Rapid a couple years back or something. One of the IMTSs or Rapid. I can't remember so many shows. I know. I think so. It's usually one of those that we end up uh, that we end up seeing each other. But you know, here in this COVID thing, um, not yeah. many shows going on right now, or virtual shows. So uh, it seems appropriate that we meet again in this virtual context. <laughs> yeah, really, it really is. I know a lot of the big shows have been canceled and postponed for this year, obviously, and uh, that's where I was getting ready to to uh, be at all those shows. I'm sure, like you, and and uh, now that's a the, the landscape has changed. You know. The good news is we are doing a lot of things online now and people are opening up their cameras and uh, their ideas to how they could help each other and how they can get out there and make lives better. Uh, personal protection equipment has been a big, uh, you know, a big topic inside of 3D printing and additive manufacturing and all the other little things that have come to market quickly to, to, to kind of back up what's going on in the health industry and the public safety in general. So that's been a big shining point of, of watching what 3D printing is doing, supplementing what's out there inside of the industry right now. And uh, so what have you seen? Uh, you know, what's your life been like since COVID-19? Have, have things, uh, you've been working from home the whole time? Have you had to travel? How have things been for you? Well, it's been, uh, we did take these steps to protect our manufacturing business of so sending anyone who can work from home, home to work. So I've been working from home since uh, March, the March okay. timeframe, somewhere in the middle of March. And it's been it's been an interesting adjustment for sure, but the ability to maintain the the day to day operations really isn't too much different than uh, the mobility required for traveling. Mm -hmm. And with Faro, we do a lot of traveling. Uh, we're always going to our customers to assist them in how they're using the products. Uh, to our customers to train or, or to see the environment in which they want their portable metrology equipment. So the adjustment to, from that to work from home from a, uh, the standpoint of getting business done isn't too much different. Uh, but the adjustment from not traveling to just being home all the time, boy, that's, uh, that's something I'm sure a lot of people can relate to. You, get, you start to look around to your uh, little bubble and you're like, come on, it's time to get out. <laughs> yeah. But not, you want to stay safe, but also you get a little, you feel a little constrained. Um, yeah. I'll be eager to, to be involved with our customers again on site. Uh, adapting to that in a virtual world though has been quite positive. We've seen a lot of people open up to uh, online training, to on-demand wow. training. Yes. Um, we've seen benefits in our new training platform as well, doing more webinars for singular topics to try and fit into people's demanding lifestyle right now. You know, there's a lot of interruptions. There's a lot of pulling in one direction and another. So we try to organize things into more uh, bite-sized chunks of information that can keep you engaged and keep you learning as you're in this remote environment that many of our people are, are in right now. Yeah, that uh, online training and the ability to connect with people. I know a lot more people are setting up training uh, virtually. Uh, what has Faro been doing that? Do they is there a specific you know page for getting into training with Faro? Is it on the website? Or is, is it something new or is it something that has existed? How is that set up? Yeah, well, um, we were in the process of developing Faro Academy 2.0 uh, when COVID nineteen hit. So fortunately, we were 
well prepared to draw everyone into this online environment for learning. And we do have a new site. It's learn.faro.com. And that allows customers three ways to absorb the information. They can come in and see a series of on-demand content which is self-paced, you know, uh, decide what your product is, walk yourself through a course, you can stop in the middle, come back to it later, uh, however you need to work it into your schedule. But there's also a calendar of ConnectEd events. And what these are, yeah, it's uh, ConnectEd is connecting and education all in one. So we have one hour webinars dedicated to a specific topic where the subject matter expert is going to go in depth on that topic and uh, answer questions from the audience. It's meant to be participatory. So you can type in your questions or you can stay quiet if you just want to listen in and and not hear anything. Uh, But we've got a calendar of these 72 for the remainder of the year. Um, as well as recorded ones. So if you can't show up on a particular Tuesday, Thursday, or whatever day it may be at that particular time, you can still log into it and watch the recording later on uh, when it's convenient for you. That's awesome. I'll go ahead and put a link to that in the description of this particular talk here so that people could access that when they have a chance to. Uh, it's, uh, I appreciate that. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. I think that, uh, you know, again, bringing the community together in so many different ways, and, and that's a big part of it. A lot of people are understanding what metrology can do for them. And uh, so, yeah, definitely share the message. I know, uh, again, it's, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to talk with Faro Technology. I, I even tried to get my Faro Blue on. I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, try to represent <laughs> a little did. bit over here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Very nice. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, it's all <laughs> we'll good. We'll get you a new shirt sent to you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I, I could definitely use a new Pharaoh shirt. I'd wear it with pride. Uh, I have some um, some from the, the little side events that I had there, too, with the guys and the teams there when we used to do little team activities. I, th- I think I have one from... Uh, uh, we had a weekend of of, uh, of activities together, and there we made we made the shirts to uh, to symbolize that weekend together. So I still wear that shirt every now and then, and that's been probably <laughs> over fifteen years since that event happened. So yeah, always uh, one always. from a kickball tournament that we had, um, and oh. it was. You know, just pick up teams with kickball. Do you remember that? Were you at that event? I think I, I did a lot of events kickball. I did before, too. I remember doing that with Charles and Mike back in the day. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, way more people got injured in the kickball game than I've ever seen in kickball before. Apparently, we're a pretty competitive bunch. <laughs> imagine that, you know, yeah, going a little too aggressive. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> there's there's fun and then there's danger. And I guess that's what it's all about. That's what sports are all about, and getting together and having that time. Absolutely. So. It's a, you were right to talk about it as, as like a, an alumni, you know, you, you think about uh, the people who come and go throughout uh, the course of your career at, at Faro. Um, and generally, I've found that I remain in touch with them, even as they move on into, into other careers, just as you and I have, uh, yes. because it's, uh, it's an interesting group of people and uh, we all have a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great group of people over there. And I know, you know, it's been some interesting times for us all. So I do appreciate you doing this how have things been going what have you been doing to keep yourself sane like hobbies i know you have a, a wonderful family how's all that going during this time it's um it's it's a little chaotic and organized chaos uh, yeah. but it, it's a lot of fun you know it's a really sweet time to be able to have this time together with uh, the kids of all of course their school uh, being sent to remote so they log on from home now they're in summer mode so yep. uh 
it's a it's a whole different dynamic to to wake up, come into the office here, and work into my home office. Um, lock the door so that uh, so that they understand I'm here working uh, while they yeah, how, play. And how well does that work so. with the locked door? You still get the hey, what's going on in there? How come you can't come talk to me now? <laughs> yeah. I do. I yeah. do. You know, as much as you try to convince them that hey, look, this is this is my work time, and yeah. you have to. You know, you have to come in when it's appropriate, or if the door is open, then you can come in. It's okay to interrupt. Uh, the funny thing is, with the I've got one little guy who's four, and then I've got two teenagers. The teenagers will they'll text you, and if you don't answer right away to the text, then you get a knock on the door, and then you get the handle jiggling. Right, the impatience. <laughs> a little more persistent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's wild that they're so much older. I have a, my daughter's eleven now. I have the you know my one daughter and she's uh, she's doing great you know. But it's been very difficult, challenging for her during this time. But she's adopted okay. She just misses things like playing basketball with the team and stuff like that. So hopefully things will work out in a little bit. But it's been interesting to see how they react to being you know online and having to inter- having to interact that way. Um, you know I think that that generation is kind of built for it, but at the same time. I realize that they're starting to appreciate the times that they had together as much as they complained about whatever was going on with school. It's like now they're going, wow, I appreciate those times that I'm hoping to have them again. And I understand that. It's I think we're all feeling that way. So I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. as they want to go hang out with their friends. I, I want to also, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, that's a part of it. But now, like we said, like things that are happening to help uh, safety out there from 3D printing, added manufacturing, metrology, everyone that's doing something to add to the quality of life. Uh, that's a really good thing that I like to focus on and and uh, look at the positive of what we could do working together as a team. You know, it's it's uh, it's good to communicate and get things done. And I see a lot more of that nowadays than just a short time ago when people were a little more closed off. So that's a that's one benefit of this time. And I'm sure it, hopefully it'll be getting better as things move forward. But uh, I agree. It seems the opportunity for collaboration and the willingness for people to work together and move things forward um, has really been a positive through this. You know, uh, people are, I guess, since we have more time to be focused, we have maybe less office interruptions of the, you know, who's right in front of me, that's who I'm going to respond to. We can be more intelligent and planned about how we engage with people and how we address our priority list. So I feel in some ways that it's helped productivity to, to move yes. projects along a bit faster and in a more focused way. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that too. And the, and the people I've spoke with uh, over the last couple of months, a lot of different projects that just wouldn't come about without the collaboration and the people being open to talk about getting things done a lot quicker. And uh, that is a huge benefit of, of working together and being open. And I think we could all learn from that to try to open up more and to make things uh, not so closed off in our own little worlds. You know, everybody gets all siloed doing their own thing, you know, and uh, I see that kind of even coming back a little bit more. People have kind of like leaned away like, okay, I'll get back to my thing. But uh, you know, all of the actual, uh, community that's coming together and working on things is is really beautiful. So I hope to see that continue. What about in terms of innovation? How what are the different ways that you've seen people um, look for new things to do in this environment? Yeah, yeah. I guess I could talk about the applications I've seen so far. You know, that's like like we're talking about pe- personal protection equipment is a big thing. But you know, I also interviewed a, a, a team called the Additive Accelerator that worked on like a temperature sensor. 
And uh, they had to work with a bunch of different teams, including like electronics teams, of course, and printing teams and such. And they were able to get a sensor that is that was totally usable and really high tech uh, within 90 days being, you know, actually manufactured within 90 days, which is you know, unheard of really, you know, to get something done that quick, that's approved, that's been through all of the validation and everything else. Um, you know, you don't, you didn't see that before. And, and even uh, the, the, uh, the company itself was talking about how they've never done something so quick, had something go to market so quick. So it's, it's things like that, that are just to me, like shocking and amazing, but then attest to being able to communicate better and as a team and open things up. So that's one thing I see. And the other thing is all of the digital communities out there, like some of the online events. Of course, we talked about, you know, AMUG, Rapid, and now IMTS that have been postponed. But you've seen companies step up and offer digital platforms where everyone that could then go into that platform and share what they were going to be doing at the, uh, the events, you know, the trade shows. So, you know, of course, there's a lot of technology hiccups during that. But at the same time, you know, we're learning, we're getting better, and it's okay to mess up and move on. You know, I think uh, it's been a really beautiful thing to see that happen so quickly and everybody kind of adapt to it and do the best they can with it. I agree. I agree. And I'm seeing a lot more people talk about using 3D printing for these prototypes and adapting um, to be able to provide more PPE, you know, as they're um, as they're adjusting through um, uh, through changing what they're manufacturing, right, to help out with uh, with building more ventilators or building more uh, masks and things like this, uh, we're seeing from our side of things calls for flexible uh, inspection, flexible software, the ability to change their inspection routine because they've got this new product that they want to build quickly. Uh, whether it's through 3D printing or through some other type of manufacturing, they want that flexibility of adjustment. We're seeing a lot more um, modifications and um, new products being developed and tried through 3D printing uh, as, that, as that first stage and very rapidly helping to accelerate the development process of these items. Yeah, that's a that's a really great thing to see. I know that we'll see more of that because, like we said, people are opening up to doing more projects and having things come to market a lot quicker, uh, but the appropriate way, which is going through all the stages of reverse engineering inspection and then validating the product to be viable for the market. And that takes a bit of time, but we've seen that time to market speed up now, and uh, that's a great thing. So looking looking forward yeah. to more of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, wow, great stuff going on with you. It's it's good to hear that uh, you know you're staying busy and healthy over there. And uh, again, you know, Ferro Technologies has always been a great company to work with. So I'm very happy to see things going the way they are with you. And uh, I look forward to more of your continued success. Anything else you want to add? Is there something coming up with Ferro Technologies? Any webinars or events we should know about? Uh, well, check out Ferro Academy 2.0 and the Connect Dev series. Uh, you'll see a whole calendar of events in July. Everything from uh, public safety to architecture, engineering, construction, as well as uh, your metrology for manufacturing. So uh, check it out. Yeah, we'll definitely put a link to that in this particular conversation again. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for everything today. I really appreciate you being here, and I, and I hope to connect with you again soon, and a lot sooner than later. And uh, again, have a wonderful day, and thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. Thanks, Adam. Yeah.